0: The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masiket Chikalim has been dedicated by Dr. Isaac Meddeb and his wife Lily in memory of Moshe Ben-Nachel Man. We hope that the learning of the 22 Dapim of Masiket Chikalim will be a... A iluy neshama for the neftar Moshe ben Rachel tehi nishmatot zerura b'tzolachayim. Amen. Daf Yud Het. Today's daf has been dedicated by David and Ilana Meyer in memory of uh, Papa Nahum Elie ben Hannah. Uh, to scale the Mitzvot, Hashem alayhim Yichyu. Amen. Today's Daf is being studied in Eshmat, name Hakam Baruch Rafael ben Miriam and Avraham ben Esther. Rua Hashem Tanihin Begin Eden. Amen. We begin on Yud Amud Bet, and we are starting at the two dots, four lines from the bottom. Amen. The Gemara says, Tanh, Mizrach Uma'arat Hayu Not Nim, Rabbi. We're discussing over here the Shulchanot. We said that Shulamu HaMelech, when he built the Beit HaMikdash, he established that there were ten tables in the Beit HaMikdash. So the Gemara is now discussing where did they place them. So the first opinion says that they were placed uh, east to west. Again, along the northern side, where they're supposed to be, just going uh, east to west uh, across, that, uh, across that line. Rabbi Ya'ezer, Rabbi Omer Rabbi Ya'ezer, Rabbi Ya'ezer, Rabbi said Safon, yes. Notnim They said, no, they used to place the ten uh, Shulchanot In a uh, north-south, according to Direction, the yeah. width of the bet HaMikdash So it's either the length of the Menorah was to the length of the bet HaMikdash Or the length of the Menorah was to the width of the Shulchan Shulchan was to the width of the so now the Gemara says, according to the opinion that says they place them to the length of the Betta Magdash east west, mm-hmm. it's good. Why? Cool. So all of them are worthy for Shirut, meaning they're all usable, mm-hmm. because the Shulchan would be on the right side, which means it's against the uh, northern wall, and therefore it's good for the Beth uh, HaMikdash. That's where it has to be. However, right, Se'la Safon has to be on the northern side. So again, if you have them going east-west, they're on the right position for service, meaning you can put bread the Panim on these tables. However, Manda Mar Safon veDarom. But according the opinion that says Safon Darom, that they're putting it north-south, going across the width of the Beth HaMikdash. Nimsa Shulchan b'Darom U'menora besafon It's going to come out that the Shulchan is going to be in the south. Now, not all the uh, Shulchan, but uh, let's say you're putting 10 across. So, let's say uh, the uh, width of the table was 2 Amot. So, therefore, uh, you had exactly 20 Amah width of the Beit HaMikdash. It was 40 Amah length and 20 Amah width So if you're going to put all the shulhans next to each other, flush to each other, going across, it'll be a perfect fit. Because it's two amot, it'll fit exactly in the 20 amah. Which is a question in itself, how do they actually fit 10 if they were putting it north to south? I mean, you don't even have any room for for any leeway between the tables. But that being said, the tables, meaning from the 6th table on, it's going to be towards the southern side of the uh, Bet uh, Hamikdash Whereas the first five, let's say, will be On the northern side However, you know, from the sixth On, it's going to be on the uh, Southern side, which is a problem Because the, menur, the Shulchan has to be in the saffron and the menorah has to be in the Darum, so therefore the Gebarat According to that opinion, how are you going to explain it? Because the Gebarat does say The Gebarat explains it The Shulchan was placed Mechatsi ha Bayit It was placed uh, in half the Bayit. Meaning, if let's say the Bayit's length was 40 from the Hechal, or from the Kodesh to the Hechal. We have a picture in your articles if you want to see that. You turn right there, exactly. So from the, um, from the Kodesh, right, all the way to the opening of the Hechal, was 40 amma in length. Okay, that's the Kodesh. All the way to the end, to the entrance of the Hechal, is forty amma. So they would place the Shulchan Mehetzi Beit Vilafnim. They would place it at the twenty amma point, In half the length of the Bayat mm-hmm. from Kodesh to Hechal, mm-hmm. forty amma. They would place the. Uh, shulchan on the northern wall, by the northern wall, at the twenty amah level. bet Now, they would to put it flush against the wall. It will be a little away from the wall, two and a half amah away from the wall. If you look in your pictures, you see that the shulchan is not flush against the wall. It's two and a half, two and a half amah away. And it's right. Well, no, it's it's. it's, oh, so it's no, that's from the right side. That's right? from the, that's the but from the left side. It wasn't. Yeah, well, that, that's the mizbea actually, it down, but. Really, really, it's supposed to be in a, uh, uh, t- towards towards the center. Now, can, oh well, if you look at the if you look at the Gemara again, let's read it inside. Tani, top line. It's actually from the. It's towards the uh, inner part. Get to the twenty amma part and go a little in towards the Kodesh. Okay, so it's not dead center. Okay, it's get the center point twenty amma and move it a little in. Towards the kodesh, do mean, don't touch the line. Right, it's not touching the twenty amma line as you no. see in the picture. It's, it's actually a little in the mizbe'ahs at the twenty point twenty amma center point, okay. With the um, chalais little uh, in, in, inside that. Now, mashukh min a kotel bet and it's drawn off the wall two and a half amma klapeh safon. Good by the northern wall. Umenura kinegdo bedarum. and directly opposite. On the southern wall would be the menorah. <inaudible> so the mizbah haza'ab was actually placed center, right in the middle of the bayat, at the 20 Amma point. Which means it's actually splitting the bayat in half. Which means it's, 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 it's splitting the 20 Amma in half. Which is now you have uh, 20 amah. Uh, on one side of it, and 20 amma, so to speak, on the other side, it's right right in the center but it's drawn a little to the outside towards the Hechal's entrance, meaning it's not in the center of the Menorah and the Shulchan because the Menorah and the Shulchan cannot have any interference between them they have to be facing each other mm-hmm. so the Mizbeach would be a little to the right towards the uh, entrance but right in the middle of the 20 Amma. So basically you have Shulchan, Menorah facing each other, Shulchan on the north, Menorah, nothing interposing in between. Menorah on the southern wall, and the, in front of it, you have right in the center, the Mizbayah Hazahab. Khulleon, and all of them, Hayyanatun Mishlisha Bayit Vilifnim. Now all of them were placed at a third of the Bayit's length. Now that contradicts what we just said. We just said it's placed in the middle. And now you tell me a third. So the Mephasim explained that this statement is going... Judging the whole Shi'ur of the by it, including the kodesh exactly, kodashim, kodesh which was twenty amma, mm-hmm. ah. so therefore it's 60. sixty. So therefore, half would be the twenty point, and the third would also be the twenty, the 20 point. point. So this is, a, this is just a, is a question of how counting, much you're, uh, it, yeah. how you look. You know, are you including the kodesh or you're not including the kodesh? Now let's go read all the Taklin Khatins up to this point. <clears throat> I took away we this. start on the Taklin Khatin. On the bottom of Yudzayin Amudbet, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 10 lines from the bottom. Mizrach uMaarav maarab the letter B. Okay, so the B says that the Shulchanot were placed east-west. V'kenu b'kula talmudah peluk tayufan. Landam on Mizrach um-ma'arab, Nicha. Quote a that says that you place it east-west, it's good. The Sugiyazus, with the Maskenah, the Bablisham, right, according to this Gemara over here, the baskana over here holds like what the babli held at least in Havavina. Shayu rosh roshos besad roshos which means you place them flush against each other. Which means the head of one table is touching the head of the other table. You're just lining them up you know, touching each other. Mm-hmm. Right? The northern side. <laughs> Which means, uh, it's impossible when you put uh, ten tables that are two ama uh, long, each one, it's impossible that they're actually going to stay within twenty, 20 amma. It's certainly that's going to because there's airspace between the shoharot They're going to, yeah. you know, take a little more than twenty amma. So it's not a problem. <laughs> but later on, when we said that they were all placed within the twenty amma, right? Mm-hmm. We said that all the tables were placed within not only the table of Moshe, the gemaras link, that all the tables that Shlomo. Place are all within twenty amma. Mm-hmm. Now, really, it's hard to put ten tables exactly within twenty amma. Mm-hmm. It's probably more like twenty one, twenty two, because there's airspace between. So the teklin Hatim just says when we said later on that the world placed within the twenty amma, it doesn't mean exactly twenty amma. It's uh, you know around uh, twenty amma. So that's how he gets around that. Now, next taklin says manda <laughs> safom Okay, the orech, the length of the tables were 20, like 10 times 2. <laughs> now the, the width of the Beta Migdash, north to south, was only 20, exactly 20. <laughs> Which means now for sure you're going to have Shulchanot in the darom. Because if you if you're lining it up uh, north south first of all it's a question how you even fit it because okay. it's got to be right exactly. exactly exactly there's not even any room for any of the of the uh, F- of the F- tables F- to fit. Before we said there were five and five one to uh, five to left and five to the right on the shulchanot. Right five to the right of of Moshe's. The in the middle. So five times was ten. Right, so you have five to the right of it and oh, five to the left of it. Okay, Moshe is in the middle. Ah, that's ah, this picture over here. You just see more shares in the picture. Right, right, right. But there was five and five. five to this the way, right, exactly. East-west. That's more than twenty. That's twenty-two then. So that's what the Hatin is saying. He's saying It is going to be more than 20 Even with the 10 alone without factoring right. in Moshes right. It's going to be more than 20 it's almost like right. aren't there, right? Right. So you have to say When he said it's in the 20 area Of that spot of the Benta Megdash It doesn't mean 20 exactly It has to be a little yeah. more than 20 Because you cannot fit them exactly and Plus you're right, you have Moshe at the Benu's yes, table also. There was also two Amot. let's say So there was definitely more But on the other side You're definitely going to have a problem just fitting it in. And furthermore, for sure, some of the tables are going to be on the south side. Now the Gemara over here doesn't answer this question. According to that opinion. The law we should the Gemara in Babli right. also goes and asks many questions of this opinion, but it doesn't bother to ask all these questions because anyway the Alakad doesn't follow this opinion. They were placed east to west. Uh, okay, because we know Al-Khaf follows Rabbi when he's arguing against his friend, mm-hmm. and this was Rabbi over here. Mm-hmm. It's Rabbi against Rabbi. Shimon, so it's not quite like Rabbi. We're going to stammer Nitin Dimena Hot, convert it to Rabbi. Can we move to the next uh, Amud? Mm-hmm. The on the bottom. Okay. So give us a cloud. The usually does not. Uh, discuss shitot are not aliba la halakha so since uh, the bees the halakha they have right away asked one question on the other opinion and just negated it so it comes out according to the maskana la halakha uh, ten shulchanot there were five to the right of Moshes five to the left of the moshe' they were going east west they were on the northern wall and therefore uh, and they were in the, uh, the you know at the uh, first twenty amot between the Kodesh and the uh, midpoint of the um, Echal, uh, and uh, that's where they were uh, placed. But according to the other Shita, it's still a question. You leave right, a... leaves in a question, doesn't answer. It. And also, he's not Godesh Menorah Safun. He is not Goresh Menorah Betzafon. To clean, takes that Okay, that's fine. Next, uh, well, look. Yeah, we'll look at the next uh, taklim. Tani, Hachi Garcinan, Hashulchan Ayin Natun Mechetzi Abayit That yeah. the table was placed Mechetzi Abayit on half the Abayit V'lefnim towards the Kodesh. Uh, the No Shulchan. The Shulchan was placed Mechetzi Abayit V'lefnim Mashukh Min Hakodesh Bet Amuto off the wall right. to an She Shebaechal Hayah or Shim Amma. Okay, the whole echal was sixty ama, so khihteb, the bay to share more. O meotan shishin, haya isrim biddibir, kiddihtib the fn divir aslim amah, ba echal arba'im. She the divir that was like the Kodesh area, the Kodesh Kodashib area, that was twenty. And then you had the Hekal itself, which was forty. Khadihtib Alba'im ba amaya bay. Tua echalifnim. Bashul Khanot Hayu Nitunin Ba Isrim shel Hekal shel Sad Dibir. So the Shulchanot were placed in the 20 Amah towards the Kodesh. Yeah, so draw right. a line, right? Draw a right. line from the Kodesh, 20 Ammah, going forward. Yeah. So yeah, that's where the Shulchanot were placed. Okay? Off the northern wall. Which means, in order that the Quranic could stand behind the table when they were changing the, worry, the yeah. breads, so you have to have those that are pushing it out, the other ones are putting the new ones in, so you need to have some space That's on the. Two the have yeah, to go in that passageway. Yeah. Exactly, one they still row, do it together. One row like this, two arm out on the other side, for them to pass the breads like that, with two the wheelchairs in the middle? Right, the, ta- right. the table's right. The one was on one side, and one was yeah. sitting on, by the wall, back mm-hmm. to the wall. Mm hmm. Right on that side it exactly. was 20 in the table started 20 in the table started 20 at the 20 Amah point about right. around the 20 Amah point going in exactly the tables were behind. So going behind going towards the Kodesh, Kodesh. going towards the Kodesh so you Kodesh. have 11 tables technically, so technically cause had you have, right because yeah. you have the table of Moshe and 5 on one side and 5 on the other side Some. Uh, okay so again basically we're following the opinion of Rabbi that says that the 10 Minerot were placed on the east-west towards the, the Shuhanot were placed on the east-west uh, towards the north off the wall two and a half amma and they were within the 20 Amot area from the Kodesh going out towards the Hechal the first 20 ama. Okay, and that's the opinion that we're uh, we're taking the, the Gemara says Shenei Amar Vayaaset Minorata Eser Kemishpato like the Pesuv says that Shilomo melech. I'm sorry, I'll go back. Eser Menorot. That's what we're up to. We're one, two, three, four, five, six lines from the bottom. Eser on the top. Eser Menorot asah Asashro. Now we get to the Menorot. He made ten Menorot. Shona Emar. V'yaas et menorat tazah ve'eser kemishpato. And he made ten according to the law. V'yeten b'eichal Hashem miyamin, he miyamin, ve'he misimol. He placed in five to the right and five to the left. Now if you're going to say Hamish the that you place the five, going according to the width of the Bet north south. ela Right, the Menorah is only in the south, and five of them are going to be towards the north. Temana, Temana south. So, Matamud lomar Miyamin the Hamishv Simul. So, what do you mean when it says five to the right, five to the left? Ela Hamishmiyamin Menorato shel Moshe the Hamishv Simula, which means five to the right of the Menorah of Moshe and five to the left, but on the southern wall, going east-west. Afar Pichin lo ayem avir ela shel Moshe belvad. But the only menorah that they would light was the Menorah of Moshe. Shne emar umenorat haZahav veNerotea leBarer. Ba'arif Ba'arif Wa minurata The menorah of gold Which means the menorah of Moshe That was the one they would light Every night Rabbi Yosab Al kulan hayam He says no They would actually light all the minurot Shnei emar vet Ha'minurot v'nerotihim Le'baram <laughs> kemishpat uh, Le'fnei hadevir Za'ab sagur So again the Pasuk says over here That they would light the menorot. That is in Plural. Now that Pasuk ends. Uh, That's the end of the Pasuk. So basically we have the same mahlog that we had by the Shulchanot, we had by the menorot. Did they light only one of them or did they light all of them? So now the Gemara says <coughs> it's called gold. But what type of gold is it called? Zahab Sagur. Closed, Closed gold. Now the Gemara is going to explain to us. Uh, what exactly is meant by Zahav Sagud closed gold so uh, some explain that it's called Zahav Sagud because it was such a precious type of gold that any time that gold was being sold on the market all the other gold shops would close down because nobody would buy all the other gold this was the, uh, the the finest gold possible. So they called it Zahav Sagur, the Zahav that caused all the other shops to, to close down when this gold was actually available. In any event, it says further in the Pasuk, V'ha Perah, that's the flowers that were on the menorot. V'ha Nirot, that's the actual receptacles. V'ha have Milkahaim were the prongs that were used to take out the wicks in the morning when they would clean the menorah. And Zahav was also made out of Zahav who? Michlot Zahav. That gold was called Michlot Zahav. Finished gold. So the Gebarah says, uh, what does Michlot Zahav mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Kilui Zehavo Shel Moshe. So uh, the Taklil Hatiz Grisa is actually Kilui Zehavo Shel Shelomo. It has a different Grisa meaning they use so much gold. In these menorot, and it depleted the stock of gold of Shlomo. Now, of course, that is said um, in the euphemism; it didn't really finish it, but it was trying to say that there was so much gold that they called it Michlot um, uh, Zahav, that the gold was almost finished. So the Talmud explains with Menachot Paricha, Aba Michol Keli Kesef Ne'ashav B'Mesh LeMe'uma. Right, so what do you mean? The pasuk says in Shilomo's time, gold and silver were considered nothing, it was like water. So how could you tell me they almost finished it? So the taklin says, Again, like we learned Zahav Sagur. Zahav Sagur means it was so precious, it would close, it would end, meaning once this gold was on the market, all other golds were not sold anymore. So it's another word for Zahav Sagur, the pasuk calls it Miklot Zahav, the gold that ended, or the gold that Mm -hmm. finished. Tani Ravyuda Beshem uh Isi. Haya Shalomon notel elef kikrezahav. Shlom elek would take a thousand kikarim uh, uh, kikar would be like a loaf, loaves of uh, gold, right? or bars, that would be correct, bars of gold, um machnisan lekur kur. would be the furnace. In order to refine the gold, adshu uh-huh. ma'amidan al ehad. So, from the thousand Qur he would purify it over and over and over until he ended up with one kikad of the purest and finest of gold. The kikad asaota that the menorot were made from one pure kikad of zahav. So, um, comes the Gemaran says. Tanya Amar Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda Ma'asef B'menorat Zahav Asa Moshe Midbar. There was a story Ma'asef With the menorat That Moshe binu made In the midbar Va'itay Yitira Dinar Zahav It was actually One mm-hmm. Dinar Zahav Over The Shi'ur That was supposed to be Supposed to be One Kikar Zahav mm-hmm. So it was one Kikar Zahav Plus a Dinar So V'iknisu Ha'alakur So they put it in the furnace You know To melt it down Right? Shimonim pa'am. They put it 80 times in the kur. Ve'lo hasra krum. And it did not diminish. I mean, you, you couldn't melt it down. So the governor's questioning, over here in the case of Shilomo, they had a thousand kikar, and they put it in the kur, and they were able to go from a thousand to one. And how come then in the times of Moshe, they weren't even able to bring it down one dinar? So the Gemara answers, the no, no, no. Ya'ut. Is that correct? Adel yakum al birira habachaser sagin before the gold was refined and pure, mm-hmm. then already you can melt it down and take out the impurities as much as you want. And therefore in Shilomo's time, when they had the thousand kikarim, they were impure gold. So therefore, when you put it in the kud, it just takes out all the impurities as much as you want. However, mindu kayamal al But once it's already established on its purity like the Minolat like Moshe, mm-hmm. which was already pure, pure, pure ready, lo haser klum. That's it. You, you can't melt it down anymore. Because right. it's already pure gold. If you look at the uh, that Teklin Hatini says, "Velo hasra klum, mm-hmm. the kama shelotekshimi mas shamu sheyach haser bekol pam harbe dizu ad lo kaimal beruro." That was only talking about before the purifon. Abad kish kaimal beruro, lo haser klum. Okay, so that ends that sugya. Yeah, now we go to Halakha Dalid and we start the next Mishnah. Azar Shofarot There were 13 Shofarot that were in the uh, Mikdash. Those were the collection boxes that were in the shape of Shofarot. And the Mishnah is going to tell us now what each box was designated for, uh, for what type of collection. So the... Mishnah says, So on one of the boxes it says, Takleen which means "Shekalim Hadashim," Which means the, the, the box that would collect this year's Shekel would have, you know, Takleen Hadteen on it. So everybody would know that you placed your, you know, this year's Shekel obligation in that box. The Takleen says, had two lines down. Shanazu. Like we learned they would go to that shofar three times a year and they would empty it out into the to the main Tirumata Lishka and they would buy the zibur from that money. The teklin Another box would be teklin atikin, which would be somebody that did not pay his shekel this year. And he wanted to make it up, mm-hmm. so in the following year, so he have to put his Shekelim in Teklin Atikin, in the old Shekel box, and uh, the taklin uh, explains, shel Ishtakad, right, from last year. And that was placed also in the Shekel Ishtakad, and we learned earlier uh, in the Mishnehot, they would use it to, buy, to pay for the construction of the walls of Yerushalayim, and the different uh, uh, infrastructure and upkeep. In the uh, in the Beit Hamikdash. Now the next uh, box was called Kanin. Kanin is the uh, birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Teklin explains, or Kinin, right? Those were the birds that, let's say, uh, a Zav or a Zava mm-hmm. or Yoledit, let's say, after she finishes a of T'hara, she would have to bring uh, Kinim to the Beit Hamikdash. One is for an Olah. And the one is for a hatah. So you have a special box where you would put the money in, you know, if you were obligated to bring these korbanot. Mm-hmm. The gozleh ola. Gozleh ola, the birds for a ola. Now, um, we will see exactly what this is referring to. The Mishnah will explain to us uh, what is uh, these uh, gozleh ola. Petzin, okay, that would be wood. Somebody wanted to donate wood to the Beit that so a special box where you put your donation. Libona that would be frankincense. That's one of the spices that would go on the Mizbayah. Somebody wanted to make a nidabah to donate libuna. Mm-hmm. Zahav l'khforit. Zahav would be the gold. Let's say if a person wanted to donate gold, lichforit. Now l'khfuret, uh means for the kelim. Not to be read as kaporet. L'khforit is for the vessels in the Beth HaMikdash. Mm-hmm. A guy wants to donate, uh, let's say, some uh, monies. So he would uh, give that... Uh, you know, give gold, whatever he donated. And that box, they would use it to buy the kli shadit. Uh-huh. Okay, shisha lindaba. Okay, and the other six boxes would be just nedaba for different types of uh, donations. Now the uh, Mishnah explains taklin hatin shebechotshana Vishana. Good. Taklin hatin is for every year's shekalim. The Atikin, and what is the Atikin? The old ones, Whoever did that bring the shake last year, He puts it in the box, you know, the following year. Mm-hmm. Kinin, what is the Kinin that we're talking about over The birds, Hen, Torin. This is referring to the Tor, which would be considered the... Um, mm-hmm. Right, torim is a Gedurim, that's the older doves. Okay, turtle doves. The gozleh olah, and when we say gozleh Ola, hen bene yona. That's referring to the doves, those are the smaller ones. Okay, now what is this uh, going on? So the kulan olot. All these items, whether it was the yona or the tor, they were only brought, if there was money in that box, was only brought for korban olah, meaning... This was not for the obligation of a Zav or a Zava or a Yolid and things like that. The ones that go in the box, according to the Biwuda are only Ola. I mean, a person makes a Nidaba. I want to donate a, a Tor for an Ola or a Yonah for an Ola. Okay, put the money in the box wow. and they'll use that money for that item. We have to see in the Gimara why does the Biwuda not say that they had a box for the obligatory Torim, uh, Tor and Yonah. He says, no, it's only for the Nidaba of Ola. No, ah. No, when it says kinim the birds, it actually means oh. for the you one for a hatat and one for an meaning a lady that was your lady. She just gave birth, now she needs to bring the korbanot, she would take her money, put it in a uh, a package like, drop it in the box, and the korbanim would bring that day her hatat and allah to fulfill her obligation. She didn't have to actually stand it, she had to drop the money in the box, and the Quranim would right. take care of that situation for. So, comes out we have a fantastic makhlukah over here between Rabbi Yehuda and Hakamim, what the box of kinim stood for. Rabbi Yehuda says it was a voluntary box, whereas Hakamim say no, it was the box of mandatory kinim that were brought. And Gemara will explain the nature of this makhlukah. Gozle' Ola, what is Gozle' Ola? The box of uh, Gozalim, <coughs> right, that was for Ola What is that uh, referring to? So he explains like this: kulan olut. That's all referring to uh, olah. That's uh, voluntary Qurbanot. So the kinin is the mandatory box going to the and the gusle olah that all goes for Qurban olah that people donated. Now haomer, a person said Hare alai aitzim. makes a neder. I am going to give wood to Rebeta Mikdash. How much does he have to give? <laughs> he has to give at least two logs. That's the minimum shi'ur of a donation for etzim. Okay? He says in the Teklin, So every day they used to put two logs on the ma'arakha, on the so that's the minimum shield. You say which is plural. So the minimum would is the daily uh, amount, which is two logs. Uh, now, you're not going to donate the wood. You'll donate the money that costs to buy those two woods, and you put it in the shkata it'sim. You put it in the shafar, and called know, you're not, you're not giving wood to the dash. You just put it, if it's uh, $10 a piece, you take $20, you put it into the shkata, or the shafar, called shafarah it'sim, and then use it to uh, to buy. Now, if a guy donates frankincense, no, not okay, you don't bring the actual frankincense to the me HaMikdash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the minimum shi'ud is a komets komets is when the uh, Quran takes know. his, let's say, three fingers, let's say, and he scoops up. So how much can he fit in his palm of, of the that. three fingers? So that would be already the minimum shi'ud of a komets He says over here in the technique, right? That's the minimum shi'ud of a komets that comes with a minha. Okay, and the Gebrai going to learn that from place. Now, zahav... Person wants to make a donation. He says, "How Allah I alay to give to the Bet Olmedash?" Lo yefchot me dinav Okay, minimum share is a dinav zav. Shisha lindaba, and then the six other boxes were all donations. Nidaba. ma hayu mm-hmm. osinba. Well, what did they do with these boxes? The monies that were for Nidaba? Luchin ba olot. They would buy korban korbanot olah for kaiyts and which we learned several times that? already, that whenever the mizbeach was uh, not fueled with animals, they would have to just keep on putting more animals on the mizbeach, not to keep the mizbeach empty. So from the Nedava, they would buy Kurban Ola for the Kayits of Mizbeah. Literally Kayits means the dessert, uh-huh. the dessert of the Mizbeah. The, the mizbeach is always eating, right? Habasar uh-huh. Lashem, the meat would go to Hashem you know, on the mizbeach. the Orot and the skins of those Qurban Ola go to the Kohanim there's a special derasha that the Mishnah is going to teach us now that the Kohanim had zechut in the actual skins of the Qurban Ola that went for Kayitz and how do we know this? Ze midrash Darash Yoyada Kohen Gadol Yoyada the Kohen Gadol he made this derasha to give these skins to the Kohanim how? because the Pasuf says Asham who? Ashom Asham the pasuk says, "It is an Asham." Ashum Hasham, Hashem. Now, seemingly this pasuk is contradictory, because normally a korban Hashem is eaten by the kohanim, and this pasuk says over here, who, Okay, so it's, an hasham, it's a korban Asham that's eaten by the kohanim, but then it says, uh, "Ashum Hashem Hashem." It goes to Hashem. So, therefore, we're trying to understand what do you mean? Make it up. Does the go to? Hashem Or does it go to the Quranim yeah, Normally Qurban Hashem The Quranim eat it mm-hmm. But this pasuk is saying Hashem it, it, it is an Hashem Also we say Oh it's an Hashem Then the Quranim eat it But it says La, La Hashem yeah. uh, How do you uh, reconcile This pasuk over here So comes the Debaran um, says Zekla. this is the rule Kol shehu ba Mishum hatat Anything that came Originally for Quran Hatat Umishum ashma Or for a Qurban Hashem Yilakah Bahem Olot you buy or lot for them. What are we talking about over here? You have, let's say, Mu'tar Asham and motar Hatat. A person, let's say, had monies. He doesn't money. this money over here is to buy Qurban Asham. And now, we bought the Asham, You have leftover money. This is called Mu'tar Asham. What the same thing, by a Hatat. What do you do with the leftover money of an Asham or a Hatat? You buy a Qurban Ola. Okay? You can't just buy another Asham or another Hatat. That's, that's for a sin. He bought his Qurban already. So the Mu'tan Asham and Ola is bought for an Ola. So it says, Asham Hu. Which means, in this case, it's coming from an Asham. But it's what? La Because mm-hmm. it's an Allah. So which means, some of it will go to the Mizbaya. Like a regular Qurban Ola. Actually, all the meat. But which part goes to the Kohen <laughs> of the Qurban Allah? To skins. So that was Yehoyada Cohen's derash on this pasuk. Habasar na the meat would go to the Mizbeiyah. V'ahorot na Kohenim, nimseu shneketuvim kayamim. Now both these Pisukim uh, or both these uh, sayings make sense. Asham na Hashem, Asham na Kohen. Very good. You can have the Asham that goes to the Kohen, and Hashem that goes to the Hashem. Because it's not an Asham. It's a Korban Ola that's coming the from month. the extra monies of a Asham or a Chathat. Only Motar, right? Right, Motar, Hashem, Motar, Chathat. Uh, and the Gemara quotes another Pasuk, Mishnah actually quotes another Pasuk, Kesef Hashem, the Kesef Chathat, lo yuva bet Hashem, la Kohanim Yu. Right, the Pasuk says, the money of the Ash'am, of the Quran Ash'am And the money of the Quran hattaah They come to the house of Allah Yuvu Bint Hashem It should not come to the house of Hashem It goes to the Kohanim Now, what is this Pasuk referring to? So look at the Taklin Hattim. Look at the Taklin ze Midrash Darash He explains us the Darash that was the of That the money the skins go to the Kwanim. I would say, right? right? Maybe the whole thing goes to gavoa, meaning sell the skins and uh, give the uh, money to, <laughs> <laughs> to Ben <Abedka Bayer. laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the second pasuk. shivu Maybe I would think that what that all of the monies of the hatat and the asham, that they go all to the lishka, to the treasury, but all of olot hidushu. which means, for sure uh, there's no question you have to bring a motar. you cannot bring an asham or a hatat that's clearly you have to bring an Ola. The you, you might have thought that the skin of the ola also goes to the Medikabite. So the second person comes along and says that Qanim you coming to tell you know that even the skins also and go to the Qanim. Now the Mefashim explained this as well. That's regular ola, uh, An ola that came from a uh, a Motaf. <coughs> he explains it like this. Yeah, watch this. He explains it like this. <laughs> 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 the leftover of Motar Hasham and Motar Hatat. What's that mean? You give them the money? I can just give them the money. This, this was designated for <laughs> El Abadai Kavaratah Katuveli Kareva Olam Nikesev Asham Daqatat The traduction pasuk is no Spend the money on a korban What? And then the koanini hiu Meaning the skins So that's how we learn the second pasuk Comes the Gemara now and analyzes Gemara says Tanya We learned in the Braitha Amar Bi Lo Hayas Shofar Shilkinin Birushalayim he did not have a box for kinim in Yerushalayim, meaning for mandatory kinim. Meaning for the kinim of a zava or a yoledit. Mm. All the boxes were just voluntary The davot. Why? Because you're worried you might have pasul money in there. How can you have pasul money in there? So it says, tamut ahat. Let's say one of the yoldot, she put some money in the box. And, and then years. before they bring the korban, she dies. Okay. Now the law is that this money, of a yoledit. She, dies or the she dies. She dies. She dies. Die. The birds and I she doesn't put the birds in the box. She puts oh, the money no, in the box. Okay. She puts the money in the box, and the kohen buy birds for the for, for this lady. But she dies before they bring it, gotcha. so now the dean is that money has to be taken to the yamah and, and they throw it to the yam melah. It's pasul because can't do anything with it. it was designated for a kurban, but she's not alive. The problem is it's in the box now. Now once it's in the box, it's me'unav with all the other ones. Now you don't know which money belongs to, 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 to the ones that are obligated, which one belongs to Yama And therefore the whole box becomes Pasul. So the Midhad's concern was that maybe the Yoledin is going to die in the interim and her money is going to mess up all the other monies that are in the box. Because you're going to take money out to buy Maya Qurban. Maybe this yeah. the money supposed to be in Yamamelah. No, but the money has the sign that it's there's, no to sign it. there's no sign on it. sign, they you drop know, four know. coins in. Everyone who has to be Kareem drops four coins into the into the box, and therefore the question is now: How do you bring it? You, bring it? you can't use any of the money. How are you going to tell me why? I don't you say So the Mefarshim asked this question: Why don't you say So the Mefarshim answer that you don't say Bittul Barov i that's Hashuv. Each one of these coins are considered the bar hashu The bar hashu is not batim. So therefore, thats his concern. So the Gemara says, "Nimseu deme hataot metot You're going to have the money of hataot metot of a korban that its owner died mixed up with. The obligatory ones So comes the Gemara and says What are you talking about? The hatanya. Didn't we learn the bride? A lady comes along and makes a uh, vow She says I am going to bring my kinehoba Meaning the ola and the hatat So she takes the coins For the, the, the for the money of it And she drops it into the shofar That's designated for Kineem Now even though uh, she did not see the kohen bring her korban, no, she can assume it. She, once nightfall comes, she can eat kadashim because the law is as long oh, as she doesn't I mean, bring her korban, she cannot eat Kodesh. So she can assume very confidently that once she puts the money in the box, it's handled. The kohen is going to clean it out every day, and therefore it's okay. Comes the Gemara it says you don't have to suspect that maybe the Kohen did not bring it within the day, because yeah, Hazakah it. is like this. That there was a Betin, if you remember, we learned, that was in charge of overseeing this uh, box especially, to make sure that the Kohenim would right. empty out the box of all the Quran. So therefore, that lady that night has no problem to eat Kadashim. Yeah. Now, comes the uh, uh, bright and continues. <laughs> And the Kohen does not have to worry that maybe one of the ladies died in the interim. So you see clearly from the Mishnah, from the B'raita, that wasn't a concern, that Abi al Khawra is not arguing on this B'raita. So then why would the Hudah say that we do not let the ladies put the money in a nah. box because you're worried that they might die so the gibberah says no. mm-hmm. now you know what you're worried about? What? not was shimeh they might die in a case where they definitely died oh, they now you're stuck which means that all the, all the coins are in the box all of a sudden it becomes evident <coughs> becomes it becomes known now that one of the ladies her four coins that were in the box she's dead yeah. Probably, which coins are they? you oh. don't know and now all the coins of the box become found over. This is from a Safiq. We're not choshesh from ita, a Safiq. But in the case where it's Vada'i, it's going to mess up the whole box. So therefore, the B'udah said, you didn't have the Kinim box of Hayyub in Yerushalayim. So the Geburah says, wait. But if you're going to say Benira <laughs> Right. Uh, what's the concept of Bereda? Mm-hmm. Bereda is a retroactive uh, revelation, so to speak, mm-hmm. which means why don't I say like this? The Gemara is going to say, take out four coins mm-hmm. and say retroactively these were the four coins that were uh, placed in the box so for the lady. for this lady. Throw them in yana mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the rest of the coins will be okay. So the Gemara says mm-hmm. Take out four zoos throw them in the, mm-hmm. the and the rest should be okay, okay. so again still why you hoshish even in the case where one of the ladies died there's a way to kosher it up through the principle of Bereda, the Gemara says, uh, So we know, right? Because the Bereda yeah. does know this concept of Bereda. Now, the Mefashim do question over here uh, how Bereda is working over here. Bereda usually works on an intent. That we say that, we'll say that that was the intent retroactively. You here, down? you're coming along to say, these were the coins? H- how could Bereda say, these were the yeah, coins? Sure, yeah. How do you know that these were the coins of the, of the lady that died? You know, Berera is when you, you don't know where a kavana is. So I'll say retroactively, the kavana was on this one. But cause, cause it could be any of them. But here, for sure, four of the coins are the dead ladies and the others are not. So I can say retroactively, we'll say these are the coins. I mean, it is or it isn't. So the Mifashim have a different explanation over here. They say it's working like this. That when everybody puts their coins in the box, they make a stipulation. They say, listen, they said exactly. They say, if, um, if, I, uh, if, if I, if that person passes away, so he says, so uh, any of the coins that are in the box, let them take out and these coins will be used for for korban, for somebody else so everybody's making this stipulation when they're putting the uh, coins in so that would take care of the problem so no matter what coins you take out we'll say, the mafreya that was the kavanah of the person that in the event that she dies so these are the coins that were her coins, and therefore you're throwing them away. So using bererah on the kavana of what she said, which means the, the kavana will be on the coins that were placed in with this stipulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they explain it over here, I'll read it to you inside, so you see it will clearer. What is on kavana? Right, it is on kavana. Uh, however, the Yishonim question this for while bererah can indeed clarify and in affect an otherwise uncertain legal status. cannot possibly identify Uh, an impermissible thing that has become intermixed. They therefore explain that the question is based on the assumption that at the outset each of those placing money into the obligatory collection chest would stipulate that should one of them die any four Zuzim dropped from the chest and discarded will be retroactively designated for his offering. While the four Zuzim, actually placed there by the dead owner, will be retroactive designated for the offerings of the living owners. And so they made that right. stipulation. So therefore, that's the... And the Gabbana says that the B'dirah actually does not subscribe to the Therefore, he said you did not have the mandatory kinim box in Yerushalayim. In the event that somebody would definitely die, now you would have to right. <laughs> throw out the and entire box. Now, family. let's read... So they would have to just bring it to the B'rida mean, directly. They couldn't put it in the shofarot. They have to go to the Kohen directly and give them the coins. And uh, you know, People by the birds, uh, it and the word itself. To to Correct. Without some of the words. Now look at the Teklin uh, Hatin over here. What's that from the Gemara on the Amud Vishon? Tanya Amar Bi'uda Lo Ayah Shofar Shokinim. Lekinet Chovat Kemosah BeZava V'yoledet Shitun DaTorcha K'Mosh Yiel Te Ken N'Dava Shematamut Echad Be'Barleya Kinim Shinitun shofar I'm going to the bar, and I'm the bar, and I'm the and put it. the 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 i i Means that's she's saying because the Rashi gave us funny. I am obligated. She doesn't have to make this niddish. She's obligated without making the niddish. So the the Targum explains. Means she's asking. She's saying I'm obligated to bring this kinim over here. What do I do? So they tell her just put it in the box and go home and eat kaddishim tonight. Eat the meat of him. So it's love datko when it says. She's just saying, it's on me to bring it. Therefore, she's asking what to do. And I tell her, put it in the box. Okay, she has to go to the McVeigh first, obviously. Fine. We're not worried. We're not going to be lazy. So the taqlid is learning can just rely on the Qunim. In Menachot, they bring a different opinion that hmm. says that it's not that you trust the Qunim, you trust the Beit Dinn that supervises the Qunim. Yeah. That they're going to make sure that the Qunim uh, do their job. And if you want right. to make sure that the Qunim does their job, they'll be able to make sure that the Qunim doesn't argue. So if you see that the Qunim holds the Qunim, you're not worried about somebody might die. So Gibrouski kamri in the Qunim, the Qunim has Right the Haishina D Shima yit Vadabirushimeta. You're worried that after you you're gonna out. find out that one of the ladies definitely died. <laughs> right. Now it's definitely Mehurab, as did you have to throw all the coins to Yaman Mela, But to suspect that maybe somebody's no, gonna die, do. that's not a suspicion. Okay. Comes the Yamara and continues. Right, we said Haday Allah Aitsim. So person says Hari Allah Aitsim. He has to bring at least a minimum two woods. Money for two woods. <laughs> Money for two woods. Exactly. Rabbi Yossi, be Rabbi Bum Amar Rabbi Ba Bar Mamal He had a question. He had a sifek. Amar Haray alai etz. Let's say he didn't say etzim. He said it's on me to bring its One, one wood. Mevi gezare had. Which means does he bring one wood? Or do we say no, no, no? One wood is not that significant for the Bet Hamikdash. Minimum is two. right? So that's the uh, the question. So is, do we say that he can bring one like he said, or do we say no, no, no? A korban, I'd is minimum two, and if we automatically is going to bring 2 So we have a mishnah before over here. It says, It says that each individual would. That the Quran would put on the Mizbayah, because you have to put two woods a day mm-hmm. on the Mizbayah. The Mishnah clearly says each wood is considered a separate Qurban. Because you had two Kohanim carrying the woods up. So it says one Quran would carry one, and the other another one. The Mishnah says, each one is considered its own Qurban. Why, where does it say? It says Kihad at like We learned over there in Masiket Jumah, huh. By the Kohanim that were carrying the wood to the Mizbayah. Shenayim uh, two Kohanim were there walked up to Mizbayah, Ubiyadam Shne Gizaim. And in each Kohen's hand, he was carrying one log. Right? And it says what? Korban. And we have also a a, a pasuk that says, Korban. And in a pasuk, the pasuk uses the word korban. Lerabot et They come and tell me that even the one wood that the Kohen would put on the Mizbaya is considered a korban. And therefore, even a person says, Mm -hmm. one wood would be enough. So basically, you see what? that he does not have to bring two. So we learned it from a Mishnah, that that's why he had two separate kohanim carrying the wood up, to show us what is a separate obligation on each wood, and it's actually the pasuk has an extra word, Qurban, to teach me that each kohen was, was, was bringing was a Qurban and therefore it's one piece, therefore it's <coughs> not. Now you want to be taklin khatim, let's be taklin khatim. Um, First wide line in Teklin, Right, it's considered a Qurban on its own. each one of the words, Each mm-hmm. coin would carry His own gezir. Uh, beautiful. Comes and continues. Rabbi Yoshua Ben Amar. Rabbi Yoshua Ben says, Person wants to donate uh, the wood to the uh, Bet Hamikdash. Which type of wood? What's the measurement of the wood? Again, it's not necessarily that he's donating the wood itself, but money to buy a certain wood of certain shi'urim, a certain measurement. What's the measurement of the wood that they use in the Beta Megdash? So it says, Oviyan, the thickness of the wood, Amma. And, amma Sohiket. In an Amma, that's a wide Amma. Now we learned that Amma is... Six <laughs> tefakim. Okay? <laughs> oh, let's go six tefakim. Now, in each tefak is four itsba'ot. Yeah, yeah. That is two ways to judge the <laughs> itsba'ot of a tefak. You <laughs> can either judge the itsba'ot close to each other. That's an amah that's not suhekit. That's a uh, 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 duhak. Or you can look at it like this, where the, 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 the four fingers are spread apart. That would be an amah suhekit. But it's made from six tefakim. Of its ma'ot that are loose, loose. loose to each other, so Spread. therefore that's the thickness. So it's got to be a little thicker than yeah. the, the normal item, right? So that's ama, so hayket. the orkan and the length of these wood the ama geduma. So that would be an ama that's uh, geduma, which literally means cut or lacking. Okay, so that would maybe be an ama of five to fahim. Means a, a, short a short ama. So in length you're going with a short ama, and in width you're going with a mm-hmm. generous ama. Rabbi Choni b'Shem Rabbi Ami, he says that the thickness of the wood came in tortane. Mm-hmm. What is tortane? So the the hatin explains there was a certain stick that they used to use to level off scales. the not the scales. He learns. That's one of his opinions, but one of opinions says to level off in a, a, a keli that, let's say, carries a se'ah of flour. How would they fill up the se'ah? They would fill it up to the top, and it would heap. So to level it off, they had a special stick that would Sweep run across it. the top of it in order to make it, you know, like flushed or straight with the uh, with the rim. Mm-hmm. So that stick, it seems it was a known uh, item. So it's the thickness of the turtaneh. Uh, that, that, that's the thickness of the, um, the wood. Amar the Shmuel el Yitzhak Now, the he, uh, question is over here, why was the length of the wood only one Amma? Hmm. make it uh, you know, longer. So comes long as the Because the Mizbayah that they put it on was only Shi'ud Amma al amma So you could not have the wood Protrude, because if the wood protrudes off the ma'aracha, off the pyre, that's where they put the uh, the wood. The kohen would not be able to walk around the mizbeah. We're going to learn now that around the mizbeah there was a little area, a Amma, where the Queen could walk. He needed, needed to get there so he can, you know, set up the wood and do he need a little area for himself to to to, to, to work. <coughs> So, therefore, if the wood is going to stick out a little, okay. it's encroaching into Kohen's okay. walkway. walkway. So, therefore, it had to be exactly an Amah to fit exactly in that little box mm. that they had with the korbanot. Uh, now, the lo hayabu itzim, mm-hmm. ela, Well, actually, the lo hayabu, ela, Amah gedumah. And that's why it had to be gedumah. It had to be the smaller Amah to fit exactly in that space Because if we would be gedusha, It would go uh, beyond the Shi'ud Okay, now the Gemara is going to explain this We learned this in a, a B'raita regarding the Shi'ud Of the Mizbeah That Moshe Rabbeinu made In the Midbar Now, uh, you want to look at your Art scroll, you can see a picture as we're going Through this uh, B'raita You have a picture on the bottom uh, Left yeah, the of thing. the mizbayah that was should have been made, so the Yesod which base. is the base of the mizbayah, mm-hmm. was one amah high. Okay, okay? amah sobib. Now the sobib was a protrusion that came out of the mizbayah. They call that in the picture the ledge. That was actually uh, called the Mikbar, which was. Uh, for, no, actually it was above the Mikhbar, Mikhbar, but what it was is, it's called the Sobeb, what it was is a decorative, it came out of the Mizbeah, Mm -hmm. like as a decorative piece that protruded out and it was also high, (coughs) one Amma, that was called the Sobeb Amma Karkov Now the Karkov, that was on the top of the Mizbeah, Mm -hmm. and that was the area that the Kohen would walk uh-huh. Okay, we'll see a better picture yeah, On the right it. side uh, Where you see A in that picture is actually the pyre Where they put the wood And an Amah around right. it In the shaded areas where the Kohen would Walk around the Mizbeah mm-hmm. Then an Amah Kiranot On the four sides on the top of the Mizbeah you had horns, ones, yeah. like corners coming up The height of those Kiranot were An ama each Okay, and then ama Amah and the mara'cha itself—that's the shaded area in A, which is the actual spot where they put the uh, wood—that was also an amma. So therefore, you have the mara'cha and You have an amma around it where the queen would walk. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, you have the uh, horns are also an amma. Now, the Torah the lashon is that going across. Right. The length of the Mizbeh was five Amma. <coughs> five by five. Right. So now figure it out. Yeah, it, the, works. it works out perfectly. You have the Amma. That's, uh, let's say, the Kaden. Right? The in itself is one Amma. Okay. And then you have the Amma of the walkway of the Queen on one side. That's right. Then you have the higher itself, the maraka itself, and amma on the other side of it, walk where away. the queen would walk away, and then the amma of the Kirin on the other side. So there was five Ammah going across, and five Ammah going down, and therefore the wood had to be exactly an amma in order to fit exactly on the maraka. Now you can ask a question, we're talking about the times of the Bait HaMikdash, they didn't have this small Mizbaya. The Mizbaya, the Bait HaMikdash was huge, and therefore the chaurah. you know, what did they uh, use the small shiurim? So the mepharshim explain that they uh, once, since that was the size of wood that was used in the times of they accepted to continue to use that mm. same Shi'ud even in the times of even though they didn't have the same problem that we're discussing over here. Nice. There was definitely more room on the mishnah even for a larger uh, piece of wood. Now let's read the Taklin hatin on this. the uh, tradition. Let's read the uh, Taklin starting from soheket. That's three lines after they get wide. Socheket, ravahat ugdola. <laughs> good. The width had the generous shiud The ovian shall call a had. The hakel amas shall call a had korban. Befne'atzmo, but the kain kaya call a had. Befne'atzmo, de lo kerebi. Yes, that was a rabbi. Eddy Isaac, which is telling you the size of each wood. The technique is telling you why is he giving you that lesson each word Because we just said that each word is considered a its own kurman So therefore we're judging like each, each word itself mm-hmm. The smaller was on the length Now he gives you a few explanations of what turtane was First he says That's the uh, stick that balances a scale Right, so that uh, everybody knew what the thickness of that was Okay, like it was very narrow, even. So even a kolchu, even minimum. Or it's just coming along to say that it's got to be an amah because mm-hmm. the the balance of or the stick of the scale was equal length and width or thickness. Uh-huh. So I'm just trying to tell you, like a turtan, it's got to be equal. If you're Went was an Amma, yeah, your yeah, also your your thickness has to be an Amma as well. That's the second interpretation. Third interpretation. <laughs> like the stick that levels takes the levels the uh, overflowing of a se'a. <laughs> so, so the taklin really gives you three interpretations of what this Turtale means. Good. Like we know the ma'aracha space itself of the Korban was only an amah. Amakarkov, karkov, amah keranot, amah The amah shebena keranot, umakom hiluch, bema'atim bo amatayim l'chonzad. Pash ama al al'amah. Which is, he's just trying to tell you that the walkway had to be off the corner. Because you need an amah and amah walkway. But the keran itself was an amah high, and an amah wide. So, so therefore, poor you get caught at the moment? right, you'll get caught in the corner. So they couldn't make the walkway on the corners. So they had to bring it in uh, an um, amah, and, and then right? they, and they made uh, the walkway an amah, And right in the center, and you had the uh, Marakah oh, yeah, itself yeah. of the mizbea. Okay, the mara continues. Now we get to the levona. So what do we say about the levona? If a person, let's say, donates, wants a hara alai levona, the frankincense, the So he has to give the Shi'ur at least of a komet, right? That's the uh, handful okay. of uh, levona. So the Gemara says, Lebonah <coughs> lo <coughs> You should not give less than a qomets. How do you know that? So the Gemara says, the <coughs> ka'an, it says by the korban, of a Levona let when you bring a mincha, any mincha that they brought, you have flour, uh, oil, and also levonah. So what does it say? Azkarata. It says the word azkarata. The full pasuk is, and the Kohen will grab a handful, with all the Now, uh, this Pasuk is not only talking about uh, a regular Qurban Minha, it's talking about even somebody that donates Livonah on, on his own. Mm-hmm. Meaning he didn't donate it as part of the Minha, which means you're allowed to donate Livonah. And just take the Livonah and put it on the mm-hmm. misbayah. Okay? Now what does it say in the Pasuk over here? It says Azkarata year. What does Azkarata mean? Meaning uh, it's a remembrance in front of God. Memorial. Memorial in front of God. So what do you see over here? that we have one pasuk that talks about a guy donating Libona and it uses the word as kalata. But we don't know the shi'ut. We don't know the shi'ut of this lebonah. But we have later on when it comes to the panim. Now let's review the panim. You had the table. You had the twelve Loves. breads, right? In front of each table you had a spoon filled with libona. Nice. Frankincense. And the law was that you had to uh, take, before the Quran could eat this lehme panim on Shabbat, they would take the lebonah that was on the table, and take a kimitsah of it, and put it on the mizmeyah. Okay? They would take actually two. Because there was two, uh, for every row, six, there was a lebonah, and So it says, v'neemar lehalan, by the hakrabah, of the lebonah of the Ahmad, the passage says, the pasuk says, v'natata, ala ma'arekhit, lebonah, zakah, v'ayetala leham la azkarah, ma askara amul halan, just like, by the uh, lebonah, which says askara but lehma panim, okay, yeah. melo lo komitz, okay. Right? It's a shiur of a kometz, because we know that these spoons called the bazikhin, they held shiur of a kometz. Af azkara amurkan. When a guy's donating a melo me We're He's donating the bonah, it's me lo komitz. So, so gezerah shavah, uh, askara askara So, Kazim Gaboran says, ima askara amurah le'alan, shnekum sin hold it if you're learning from lechem <laughs> apanim so come along and say just like by the lechem <laughs> apanim it was two uh, komsim because for each uh, row of breads so so so, so here when a guy donates a uh, komet when a guy donates lebonah we should say it's minimum two komsim I'm not a klum lamdu <laughs> le elah me Different out over here. We're following the girsah of the korban ha'edah. So again, klum lamdu which means where did we learn the deen of komets from? We're learning it from the right. and therefore ma pasul, pasul. Which means, okay. just like by the Lakhna <laughs> Panim, if you brought, uh, one you have to bring two comets right, yeah, of Lebonah, and each one stands alone, you have to bring a full shiud And if you brought less to the shirud of the comets, even though, let's say, you made it up with the other comets. Right. which okay. means, let's say, uh, the comet's for argument's sake, is uh, 10 grams. Right, so you brought eight grams on one comet, and, and you made it up by bringing twelve, 12 grams on the other comets. No good, each comet has to be stand the standard she would stand on its own, and therefore you see what that the Schnneats are not are not one They therefore the independent, and therefore you look at each comet alone, so therefore, why would I think to say that the short is tomatsim if i 'm learning from that i 'm a panim and I know that what then you cannot have a, you cannot have less than a comets on each one That shows us they're independent Ah, if they're independent and one. So therefore it's one One and one So if I can learn when a person donates a lebona It is the shoot of a comets Comes oh, Gavs of the Gavran says Amar Biyosa Miltadir ila Amara Meaning from the words of the ila That said we learn from Neham panim and all that I can learn another Hadush nadiv lebona Miviyah be kumso kohen uh, the question, question is, whose fist or whose palm uh, are you measuring? On the donator or on the Kohen? <laughs> so the Gabriel says, well, if the source of comets, of a, a person who donates Lebonah, <laughs> is from the <laughs> Hamapanim, Well, who does the Lechamah <laughs> The Kohen. That's, uh, that's the law. Mm-hmm. So therefore, um, you go according to the Kohen. Now, actually... Uh, some Girisa have the Lashon kohen gadol. Because the way they would do it was they would judge the Quran that were working there. Whoever had the biggest uh, face for hand, that's the shoe that we have to give. Mm. So therefore they're saying it's gotta go according to the, the larger shoot of the Kohen. So Kazakhran says that says no, the filo becomes a now, well, when a guy donates uh, frankincense, lebonah, it can even be judged according to the comments of the guy who, guy who donated it, it, it himself. Kohen oh, is not Kohen as we know. It's, it's no, Kohen Gadol, the, the biggest, the biggest hand, hand. exactly. <laughs> now,
1: let's look at the tacleen,
0: Let's look at the taklin hatin over here, okay. Look at the takin where it says Hamet Nadav Lebona Mevi'ah Bekomso Shel Kohen. All the way towards the bottom there. Do'il DeLamed MeMenha. Since we're learning from the Menha V'Dinah Kalbona V'Aim MeMenha. After Kula Imken LeKula Miltan Sh'tavin The Meshanim Meshul Komso Shel Yad Hakohen. The other Rabbis says Afilo Bekomets Baralim TeBekom Hakom Ne'Daba B'Fnei Atzmoi. Which means according to Haskia, how much is the connection over here? You don't learn the you just learn the connection to the <laughs> shiur, but you don't learn the enyan that has to be from the kohens and not to be even the shoot of the mitnedev. He argues on that uh, that point. Okay, comes Gemaran says, zahav lo yifhot. A person donates zahav. What's the minimum shiur we said? A dinar, dinar zahav. Amar bil azar. V'hu shehizkir surah Which is, this is only talking about When he made the Nidaba, He mentioned a a denomination Which means he said Hare alay Matbaya. Not a denomination He mentioned a coin Which is I am going to give A coin of zahav When you say a coin Then the minimum shud is going to be a dinah Because he said the word matbeah However Abarim lohizkir surah but if you just said, then you can bring even the straw, a small little fork, which is the smallest shi'ur you can give to the Beta So the dinar was only when you said, I mean, then.